G'day everybody, this is episode 8 of Howitzer Hockey. Uh, I'll slow it down here a little bit for you. Uh, we uh, survived the cold here, the cold snap this past weekend here in PEI. Holy shit, it was some cold, eh? It was freezing out this past uh, weekend. I think it reached, what was it, minus 42 with the wind chill oh, at points God. there on Saturday. I Jeez, well, just during my experience out there, I went outside there Saturday, and I had to shovel out the driveway since my snowblower fucked off once again, but it's fixed now, got a new belt for it, it's all good, but went out about two minutes in, eyelashes froze completely, and um, it is what it is, I mean, it wasn't uh, wasn't too appealing, I even had the baklava on, had my gear on, like I was double layered everything you could imagine the only thing i forgot to put on was my uh four wheeling goggles and i think that might have came up pretty clutch if i put those on but i didn't it was a mistake um besides that just watched the all-star break kind of just chilled out what about yourself me yeah it was just like i don't from work there friday i went to get some michael's pizza to Whoa, for everyone that doesn't know, spender. yeah, yeah. For everyone doesn't know what Michael's Pizza or where it's at or what it is, well, it's obviously a pizza joint, but uh, it's in Summerside there. And uh, yeah, I picked up a twelve and twelve combo. I usually pick that up every now and again. And anyways, it was about six o'clock or something like that when I went to pick it up, and I think it was about minus seventeen at that time. Just get in like out of my car, and I was like, oh, fuck. Let's get in here quick, like parking somewhere where I probably shouldn't park, but it was just so cold. I probably knew I could just get away with it. But uh, anyways, uh, while I was waiting for my pizza there, it's nice and warm in there. And I was talking to a fellow there. He's from Winnipeg. He lived there all his life. And uh, we were just talking about the upcoming cold blast that we're getting here. And uh, he said, yeah, I'm, I'm probably used to this. So, you know, I'm from upper Winnipeg there, northern Winnipeg. I said, oh, geez, yeah, it's a cold spot. Nobody wants to live there. Like that isn't that why the hockey franchise cold, left? Cold, dark place that is. <laughs> they couldn't bring any players in because it was so cold. Nobody that's, wanted to play there. That's why Lionel wanted out. Anyways, he didn't want to be stuck in the dark all day. I think this was a lot colder because a lot of guys from even out west, like in Upper Calgary, Upper Upper Alberta, say that this cold that they just witnessed here on the island was the coldest they've ever seen. Yeah, it was probably one of the more colder days I've ever experienced. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, your eyelashes froze, didn't you? Yeah, like almost instantly. Two minutes when I was out there, it was almost an instant. But luckily, I wasn't out there very long, and I wasn't planning on being out there very long, and I'm glad I wasn't. Well, your mucus in your nose would just freeze, too. Everything would just freeze. Yeah, I came in, nose was running. I mean, it's always like that after a cold day, though, regardless of really how cold it is yeah well i went outside just to check to see how it was on saturday morning like when it was at its coldest yeah that's when i was out as well yeah and it was just frigid like the dog had to let the dog out obviously and uh yeah. anyways when he was peeing out there i decided to have a pee outside too anyways <laughs> my piss actually froze while i was peeing mid pee did it actually yeah it was that hot so like my pipe froze and then i had to unthought right quick so i had to come in and, and uh put her under some heat Oh, man. Before I burst it. <laughs> Before I burst it after already bursting. 
<laughs> well, it didn't burst. Well, you're pissing, so technically the pipe burst. No, it froze mid-pee. And I had to go inside so before the pipe leaking. burst. So you're just leaking. No, it wasn't leaking yet. The same as... Same How's as your pee freeze inside same your body? Well, it wasn't. I was peeing outside. That's what I mean. So then your pipe mid- already froze, or already burst. Well, it froze from the outside in. <laughs> you literally just said it from the outside, so it's. Well, it I was, was already outside. Burst, so and then yeah. Anyways, so anyways, anyways, we'll get off this topic <laughs> here because <laughs> I don't think you're quite. It was cold though, right? It. it was cold. Yeah, it was freezing outside. Did you um, have your heat pump running? It did actually. Yeah, my heat pumps, both of them, they ran fine. Really? Yeah, both of them ran fine. There was no issues. Uh, still blowing out hot air the whole time. I also still had my furnace on too but nothing wrong with the heat pumps heat pumps ran the whole time yeah Couldn't same with mine with but i heard like there's a lot of people saying that oh don't run your heat pumps if they're over minus 25 or something like that but i had to let mine go yeah i, I let it go i didn't care it didn't want to stop <laughs> no it just kept chugging you know who doesn't stop the energizer bunny does not stop that's, that's right. for sure and you know who else lebron james nice he had a huge night there last night. Wow. Oh, man. He was on a tear, too. Uh, LeBron. Did you watch any of it? No, God. I just oh, watched the highlights. I, I don't actually, like watching LeBron I actually James. tuned in. I tuned into it last night because I wanted to witness history. Is that why you wore it your was, Lakers hat to your haircut today? It was. <laughs> Great touching tribute to uh, Mr. LeBron. But it was, uh, it was uh, good as basketball gets, I guess, for myself. I'm not big into it. It's only like my third game I watched so far this year. But he was... Shooting just about everything. Like, they just made it their purpose to pass on the ball. How many points game. did he get? He ended the game with 38. He needed 36 to break the record. And he got the 36 uh, with 19 seconds left in the third quarter. He had 20 at half or something like that, too. And as soon as he got that bucket, everyone, like, media members and, like, everyone pretty well on courtside seats just storm the court like play was stopped for a good good five to ten minutes i'm surprised they even like, finished the match the commissioner came down they did a whole whole thing congratulating them and did a video tribute jab uh, jab came down what jab jab the guy that lebron who's, who's, bet no uh hakeem abdul jabbar he was, he was yeah. courtside he was courtside yeah yeah he, he was watching the whole time he didn't really look too excited or nothing but no. he went out Pretty well handed off the torch there. Had a ball, handed off the ball to LeBron. His ball that he broke the points with? I wouldn't say it was Could you imagine ball. if that was the same ball, though? It, it could have been just LeBron's ball that he scored with, I'd, Probably. I'd say. but uh, No way. Jab, jab. But, but I don't know why him. you call him Jab, jab, man. Like, that's that a terrible his, name. I thought that was his nickname back when he played basketball. That's what I remember when I used to watch him. Yeah, because you were old enough <laughs> to watch him. No, but, uh, but I wouldn't I, be he happy. Had a, he had a great uh, end off, though. Wow. Uh, because he had to do a whole speech and shit, but was he, it a good he, speech? At the end, at the end, he was just like, "Fuck, man, thank he you." He swore. <laughs> yeah, he swore on national television. It his was, kids watching. His kids were there. That's not. His okay. kids were there. That's not okay. His kids Swearing were there. Swearing is never good. Uh, I caught it there, and I was like, "Did he actually just drop an f bomb there?" And yeah, sure as shit, he did. Yeah, it was just continues his legacy, though. Why not drop an F-bomb after something yeah. so huge? Like, that's a massive accomplishment. I know, but just because you swear doesn't mean All time it's so much points more important. 
Like, he didn't have to swear to make it more important. He could have been a so true professional better and not swear. You're just a LeBron hater, though. I'm not hate. I don't hate. Well, actually, I do hate the way he plays. He's a Why? great. Why do you hate great, the way he plays? Because he because he does everything. No, it's because of one he's way better than everybody. No, he's a great basketball player. Not a, not against him that way whatsoever. He is one of the greatest, <laughs> if not the greatest of all time. Yeah. But the one thing I see these videos him being a fucking dickhead. When? Well, he he's playing. I forgot what team he was playing at the time, but. He was, like, at the three-point line. Like, you know how they just stand there, put the ball between your legs for a bit, and then they decide to go up and slam dunk it? Anyways, <laughs> he, instead of doing that, he took the ball and actually threw it at a guy's head and bring it and just caught it back again. And I'm like, that's just not cool. And you know what? There is no, there is no point to it. It's just him thinking he's literally, well, King James. He probably thinks he's actually a king. Like I, when I, whenever I see, I think it might be a self-proclaimed uh, nickname though from him. Yeah, like whenever I see a guy do that to another player, I'm like, that's so disrespectful. Like, why do you do that? But like, him once in like twenty, twenty-one years in the league, like a few mistakes here and there. Like he was again. never in the media for doing something bad. Like he never got like arrested. Never, never really anything like any sexual assaults. Like most freaking athletes have these days, or being charged with random shit but like but he didn't he, apologize he was with the same girl whole time but he didn't apologize for doing this to, to this guy and this guy was like <laughs> he's not like a nobody but like he didn't even apologize is that the only reason because that's a pretty shit reason it's not that is so bad if that's the okay. reason all right so you're you're, you're who's your uh, favorite hockey player my favorite hockey player like, like do you like right, brendan gallagher like right now he's a fucking weasel he's not my favorite hockey player brendan gallagher but you like him he's a hard worker Okay, there you go. But he's a weasel. That's what I'm just getting at. Like everyone makes those kind of plays from time to time, and he does it so rarely. But you just nitpick it because it happened to LeBron, and because he's such a high figure in the league. So what do you think about that All Star game? <laughs> That's all I have to fucking say to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll we'll move off LeBron. Congratulations to, to LeBron. But All Star game. Uh... I think I had a couple naps during it. It was that bad. It was terrible. It was so boring. Talk about a snooze fest. Oh my god, man. Like it was It was it terrible. It was all over the place as well. Like it was the shittiest thing I ever watched in my life. Yeah, it, oh, might have been the worst, yeah, I'd say for myself. Um like, the events, even... they have started event and they wouldn't even finish it. Like, what are they even doing with that? There's just so much back and forth. Um, what the arena was like, half capacity at points? Like, did people just not know what the start time was of the All-Star competition? Well, when I was watching it, I was like, why in the hell am I watching this? But then I thought to myself, the only reason why I'm watching this is so I can actually talk about it on this podcast. Because if I didn't yeah. have this podcast, I would not have watched it. And when I was oh, looking I at... I wouldn't have either, but... When I was looking at fans... Like quotations, like maybe they just got free tickets, or maybe they were Gary Benton hired these people to actually be there just so some people would be there. <laughs> like I don't know what it'd be, but every time I looked at a fan, they're just sitting there, you know, with their hand on their face, like, like almost half oh, asleep. It was, it was completely boring, man. And then the, their their wives or girlfriends were there, and they're probably like, I don't even know what the hell they would be thinking. When when do we get to go home? Yeah, like hopefully <laughs> were the drinks like half price or something? I sure as hope so, but I highly doubt it. If anything, they're probably up the price on it. But 
I mean, it was, it was so slow and like, even doing the events off ice, like the ones they did prior to the actual day they did the skills competition, like the golf one outside and the one by the beach there, like, what were those fans doing? Like just watching on the jumbotron, like we were at home. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what the fuck is that? Like shit. I know, I know they had fans there watching during those events, like at those times during the day. But like, what about those fans that paid the tickets to actually be there during the skills comp and have to watch half of it on the fucking jumbotron? Oh yeah, I agree with you big time. And you know what? When you think about it, it the All Star Games going to Toronto next year. And, you know, we all know that the All-Star Game is not a moneymaker for the NHL. You know, which is normally in the business of making money. The NHL itself, right? Then why else would there even be a thing? Like, obviously, the NHL needs to make money off it. Yeah. It's just... it's just The All-Star Weekend is just to back the sponsors. To help pay for the sponsors. To get sponsors out there. Get them more recognized. I think there should be more sponsorship, though. Because to make this somewhat exciting get some kind of sponsorship in there and um like have those sponsors award prizes like if they want to get those sponsors out there even more so if the sponsors themselves want to get even more recognized give them a prize like give a prize for one of the events like because no one even tried like it was it was just pathetic like oh, it was terrible it's just like you or i going out there during a shinny hour just fucking around it was terrible. It was so bad. Like, but, you know what? The All-Star Game in Florida, you know, it's a good spot to have it. It's hot. It's nice. People like going to Florida in the wintertime. Yeah, most players go on vacation anyway, so it's good. And apparently, yeah, and apparently like 7,000 people made the trip to Florida to watch this event. And next year, it's going to be in Toronto. They, they're probably counting players or people going to the off events too, though. Yeah, anything. And like in Toronto next year, do you think there's going to be 7,000 people outside of canada going into toronto just to watch this event in a cold spot like toronto in february i don't think so uh, yeah i don't know either um they, they got to do something um to make it a better event for people to actually watch and be entertained with because if it's staying like that i'm never gonna watch it again well if it's staying like that they're gonna have to have it in a hot spot all every every year i don't think they necessarily have to do it in a hot spot though oh man i would never go i would never go to watch it ever in any wherever i'm at i would never go if it was let's say if i'm in a hot spot and like these guys are on the beach like playing this dunk tank thing and i'm on the beach okay let's go to the beach that day and after we go for a swim or whatever or whatever the competition starts up let's go over and check it out i think that was actually pretty cool yeah like when it was on the beach and stuff in florida anyone can go and see it everyone can stand the around event, and watch it the event was pretty lame though it's just guys shooting at surfboards <laughs> like like what is that and like a dunk tank yeah okay you gotta put a, someone in the dunk tank like yeah maybe it, they're trying to it, get a little bit too creative maybe they should just bring back the, just the regular things and leave it at that and for that event why didn't they just have both sides going at the same time and whoever finished first that's what it, who wins and there's more of a race to it yeah like it would have been yeah more engaging it would have been more entertaining than watching this guy go he gets it in 25 seconds whatever and then they just get the other team only gets like 25 seconds countdown to do it yeah and another thing i another thing i don't really understand is the fastest skater competition 
Like Ooh, they're yes. racing around these freaking corners. Yeah, and this year they have the, you know, the protectors in each corner in case someone falls, in which Cal McCarr did fall. And like that could have been really bad for the Colorado Avalanche right now. That's already missing Gabriel Landeskog. And Colorado's still trying to, you know, fight for that playoff spot. Like, that could have easily have went wrong, and the All-Star game would have been even worse than it already was if something actually happened to one of the star players that were participating in it. Like, why don't you put a freaking helmet on if you're going as fast as you can around the ice? You literally have to have a helmet on in warm-ups, but you don't need one for the when you're trying to be the fastest skater. Like, yeah, I, it made zero sense. Like, like they could have... They could have, and maybe just get rid of like the full lap thing. Like maybe just do like a full sprint. Yeah, just like straight up and down. Like start at the red line and go right down to the other other end of the rink, and just yeah. make it a straight line. Goal line to goal line. Yeah, and then you know for sure, players are going to be going their fastest because I know there's some hesitation to some players when they're spinning around there. Like if they're really going for it, like if this was like for gold at the Olympics, you're gonna you're gonna get some fast guys in there. But the guys that are doing these things, they just don't really care. I another thing on that, like why not actually bring in the like guys that aren't all stars, like literally speedy players, just to do the event. The guys you like, know will be the fastest. Yeah, like like they do this in the NBA. They bring guys in to do events that they excel in and that considered one of the top tier in the league for doing and they're not in the all-star game but they're going to do the event which makes it a little bit more entertaining yeah. because these guys actually try to win the event i don't know it's probably the worst all-star game setup in all of the sports yeah anyways i don't like it and even like like i just couldn't wait for hockey to get going there on monday after uh, that all-star like i watched the all-star game but, on yeah yeah, the All-Star game, too. I guess we only touched on the skills comp, but what do you think of just the game itself? Oh, again, it was just as bad. And it's just so slow. Like, is there anything you think could maybe make it better? I know there's one thing I was kind of thinking about, and they did do it previously. It might have been, like, 20, 20 years ago now, but they did the North America versus the world. Could you imagine if they actually, like, people are actually going to be cheering for a team to win. Mm. Guys might actually compete a little bit harder to beat. Yeah. the other team like North America versus rest of the world but I don't like that either like okay it's North America like you're kind of like saying okay North America because it is like a North American game the NHL right like the organization not the organization but the, the league is North American so you're basically like saying okay everyone from North America is on a team against all the other players that aren't North American like I kind of like if I was Russian or Sweden and stuff like that I'd kind of have my tail up a little bit and be like why are you guys even doing this? Like, why don't we do? Why don't we do it any other way but this? But again, that might put my tail up, and that might mean like, okay, like all let's the rest of the them. world, let's beat these North American teams. Because why is this even? Why is why are we even and, segregated this way? Well, and I think it'd be better for fan engagement too, and trying to grow the game as well, because they're going to be cheering for those players to beat us, basically, like the North Americans. Like it, it might grow the game a bit in the sense where will have fans from other countries cheering for their players and cheering for that team to win. Yeah, I just don't like the like, All-Star Game skills engaged. competition. Because who do you cheer for in the All-Star Game right now? Nobody. Your team. Who? What team? The Atlantic Division. Since, <laughs> Why know... do you cheer for that division when you have so many rivals in that division, though? Exactly. <laughs> so, like, you and don't really cheer for a team. And that's what I hate about it. 
I don't I don't like these star players that are literally going to be fighting it out and duking it out in the yeah. playoffs. Like it's not gonna it's gonna make it less competitive because these guys are starting to know each other a little more and they're starting to like they're playing with each other. So like you kind of get that a little bit of you kind of grow a little bit of a, a relationship there in a way. And I feel like it's gonna hurt the game more. Like I remember Don Cherry saying this. He didn't like he didn't like players. I don't know. He didn't that. like players like giving each other hugs or high fives or tapping them or helping them up after tripping them over and stuff like that. Like he said, that's not hockey. That's not how. That's not. You're not out there to win. You're not a true winner if you're acting like that. I mean, there is a competitive aspect to it, but like at the end of the day, you don't have to be a complete asshole to everybody. You're you're basically saying what LeBron does in the NBA is fine if they do it in the NHL though. No, that's not what I mean at all. You're not gonna. I do not mean the competitive factor. I mean like going out there and laying the body. You're allowed laying the body in basketball. You're not allowed to take a basketball and rip it off someone's head. Like that's just a fucking dick move. Oh my and god. And he's, but he's, it's I, okay. I want to see that clip. But it's okay because it's LeBron James. I want to see that clip. We will. Well, we'll put it to our Twitter yeah, feed here, I guys. See that clip. But anyway, like, yeah, they just got to do something different with that All Star game. Like, I was even thinking maybe if they split it up some way, maybe not even do North America versus World, or just do do captains and do a draft like right before the game or right at the skills comp or at the end of the skills comp or whatever do a draft player from each team captain do the draft right there so then the fans get to experience that as well um and then those two teams just duel it out maybe go like five on five for the first period uh do four on four second period three on three third period yeah like, that'd be like fine. that's gonna be more exciting as the game even goes on when you're watching it but just certain things they could probably do to make it better. Uh, maybe even bring in some actual skills competitions like I was saying prior, like with the sponsorships so that people actually try during the events to try to win the awards if any sponsors. I'm sure sponsors will, will uh, provide awards too if that's There's the There's I think there should be an incentive for the team. Like, for instance, Connor McDavid. He was the shooter there. I think each team gets to pick what player participates in so-and-so category like like what you said bring back just a normal thing like bring back the passing thing you know how yeah, they used yeah, to pass in the, i have that here each as well. like bring and that back like they should bring back keep the shooting one in there keep the harder shot competition in there of course uh keep the like Fast again skater keep keep those ones sure. in there and i think each team should pick one representative from each team and i think they should whoever wins there should be an incentive for that team some sort of incentive what would it be though besides money is the only thing money doesn't mean shit I, to those I know, NHL players. but like what do you give them like it has to be some sort of like team related like uh what? maybe like the team goes on a a trip here or that's gonna have to be like after the season yeah stuff, after the so. season like they just like just something like that the whole team can do like because if if i knew that like okay the whole team gets a free trip to like jamaica or like, but even though all of them could all get together and do it anyways, but like yeah. knowing that, okay, if you win here, like your teammates at home are like, come on, let's, let's win this. Like, it'd be fun. All the boys go to Jamaica and stuff like that. Cause you know, they wouldn't probably do it all. Everyone in the summertime do this, but if they won the skills competition, they probably would be like, yeah, let's do it. Or like, it can be game related or it can though. be game related. Like it actually comes down into the league, like playoff time. What do you mean? Like if you get so many points for all these different activities and stuff and whoever wins like at maybe at the end of 
in the playoffs. See, it's it's hard. You have to really yeah. think about it. That's why I think it's just going to come down to the individual, and the individual get the award, and that'll be it. And just take the best on best, really. Another thing with that accuracy, accuracy shooting one, shouldn't it be the most accurate shooter? Like, shouldn't you get like penalized like a second or something if you miss one? Or like half a second if you miss one? Because like McDavid didn't miss one single shot, but he wasn't even in the finals, right? I know he didn't do it the fastest, but he was the most accurate. He was 8 for 8. Yeah. I don't know. I like Maybe they're trying to make it more game-related. Like, you don't have a well, bunch of time on the ice either. And you know your McDavid, he can't really score. He he was he can't, he can't a score lot. in a live. Why he was doing that? Yeah, he can't really score in real yeah. games, yeah, right? Yeah. So that's probably only. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I was so glad when that was over and hockey came back Monday night. Though, we got treated to some uh, good hockey there Monday night. How about that Rangers and Flames game? Oh man, Truba was an absolute fucking train out there. I wish I never fell asleep at like ten o'clock. You got to get like a shittier couch or something. I gotta get a lazy boy. That's what I need. I love the lazy boy. That's what like, I was watching the game in. It's perfect. But Truba, man, that game was playoff type hockey. Like we got treated after that complete snooze fest of an All Star game. Oh yeah, I was watching though the Islanders game. Like I was really interested to see Bo Horvat uh, in his first game with the Islanders. That was nowhere's on the level of this game though. It wasn't. But I watched it though like, because I had money on that game. Yeah, always gotta follow the money, I guess. But. I don't know how you didn't tune into this other one. If this doesn't, did you turn tune in? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I watched bits and pieces of he it. Me and even watched the highlights back. But like, it was great. No, I I loved the game, man. That's what I like to see. And even that everything. Colorado and Pittsburgh game last night. Yeah, that, that was, was a great game too. That was a wicked for game for a low scoring game. That was a very entertaining. Colorado, game too. Even Colorado should have took that. Even Smith with played unreal. Both backups. Yeah, I was gonna say with both backups in, great game. But like Chuba just cleaned. Uh, who was it? Dubé. The first Dube. time, and then the next period, clean Kadri. Clean hits. Bucket goes flying. Clean, absolute massive hits. Uh, both resulted in fights after two. Dubey actually came in after the Kadri one. Yeah, which is a <laughs> big discrepancy in size there. Yeah. yeah. He was I like, guess maybe, maybe he's sticking up for Kadri and maybe sticking up for himself as well after getting cleaned in the first period. Oh, yeah. But, but good for him, though. Great for him. Yeah, just... Monster hits though it and, was it was sick. Yeah, and people saying unreal. and people saying that you shouldn't have to fight after delivering a clean hit, and I'm like, well, you know what? If you you know what you're getting into, you know what the NHL is like right now, and if you're gonna deliver a hit of that magnitude, and you already know you've been in the NHL, you've been in this league for so long, you know a fight's coming. You better be ready to drop the gloves when you deliver a hit like this. We all know that it's the NHL now. That's yeah. what happens. I don't like how the game kind of went towards that direction, though, because, like, players want to make those big hits, but maybe sometimes they might get a little scared of having to stick up for themselves after that If big it's, like, hit. a Ryan Reeves coming after you? Exactly. It's just, like... But do you see... Like, you know if you're going to clean a guy, you're going to have to drop the gloves right after. Like, I don't like how it came down to that, but I, I understand it because the other team's sticking up for their players, so it does make sense in a way, but... It all started it's, going around 2012 or whatever. Like I remember the last guy that really delivered hits like that, and he no one really fought afterwards. Like it, it was still kind of okay to deliver a hit, and no one was going to go in and fight. Was uh, Nicholas Cromwell oh, yeah, in yeah. Detroit? That's like, who I was thinking of too when you were saying that. <clears throat> but after that, there wasn't really any big guys that laid. Like remember Alexei Yemelin on Montreal? He delivered yeah, some big he hits. Was a big hitter. And he never fought. He never fought. 
Another guy. Same is, with Zadaroff, though. Like, uh, who's in Nikita Cal- Zadaroff. Ca- yeah, in Calgary now. Like, he was playing big boom hits, too. Yeah. When he was with Chicago. And but if you're a big ne- guy. Never, never fought. If you're a big guy, I think maybe. He, I think he broke his jaw or something and didn't want to fight, so. Yeah, that happens, too. And that happened to. I think that's uh, what it was. And that's what happened to Alexei Yemelin. Yeah. He had jaw. Anyways, back to that Rangers and Flames game. Do you see that Manjapani goal? No. To kick an in one? No. That was a very controversial one. Do you think it should have counted? Oh man, they counted as they counted because they said they just redirected it. But like, his leg was up off the ice, and then he, I mean, I guess technically redirected it. You're allowed to do like, that. Like, and turned it like into the net, but then his foot goes out the other way after. So like, he's not going in the same direction as the puck. So it's, is that really a redirect? Because like he was trying, like he knew what he was doing. You no, know you're allowed to do that, and that's why it was a good goal. Yeah, I think it's a terrible. Terrible rule. How did Madison Square Garden uh, react to that? It was very poorly. <laughs> <laughs> but that place was bumping besides Wouldn't that, that be like, a... I'm just glad Puck don't lie because Rangers ended up winning that game. Yeah. Puck don't lie. Because well, except that, for, that was a brutal... Except brutal. for the Mike Medano, Buffalo Sabres, uh, Brett Hall, you know, Dallas Stars there beating... Yes, that was... Yeah, that was Hall. Yeah, the Puck... It you know Hall. how you said the Puck yeah. don't lie? It was that an was, increase. That was a... Uh, that was a massive question mark. For the cup, too. Yikes. But that was just for history, that. Yikes. To the Islanders, Bo Horvat, that's probably why you tuned in as well. Got money on it. New contract. Lou kind of had some mixed emotions on that. Uh, I couldn't from, believe it. From what I've seen, that, yeah, he's saying it's too long, too much money. Plain and simple, plain answer, just straight to the Like, way. what the hell? After, like... He's the he, general manager. He's the one that made the freaking contract. He's the one who signed the paperwork to get him there, stay him, like to have him stay there. So who's um, what? Bo Horvat actually said afterwards. He said, "Yeah, he's probably right," and he like grinned and smiled like when reporters were asking him about <sighs> Lula Morello's. Uh... So Lula Morello, he there he must have, I don't know like he Lula Morello should have Lula Morello should have had Bo Horvat in New Jersey back and. Way back then, before he traded his that pick away. Sure New enough, Jersey were in win now mode. They need a goalie though. Yeah, but sure enough, he has Horvat now, and he says that he's not worth the money. Basically, <laughs> he's it's, not worth it's that. Coming down from the ownership, like it's it has to. Like if he was the one who didn't want to sign that contract, but like, then why the hell is there GMs of the year? It's, then it's, it's ownership. It should be ownership of the year. Well, owners of the year yeah. instead of GM. If that's the case. I don't think it's all the case, but like, it's just kind of ironic. It's coming from him, uh, from Lou himself, because like he signed that mega deal with uh, Ilya Kovalchuk in New Jersey. It was a fifteen-year, hundred million-dollar contract. Those were unheard of. Well, he tried to get fifteen freaking years. Man. Yeah. Well, Ilya Kovalchuk tried to sign. What was it? A twenty-seven-year. No, a 27-year it was it was, it was eighteen. <laughs> it was eighteen years they tried signing him for initially. And, and it got declined by the uh, NHL, which I mean, obviously, because I think the last six or six or seven years of that contract, what it was supposed to be, he was only making like nine hundred k, so it was like completely front heavy. <laughs> but it was just hilarious. But like, he never even lived up to the hype, and he only played like I think it was two and a half, three and a half seasons in New Jersey, and took his bags and went to the KHL. It was actually listen, like, Lula Morello. It's fucked. I think he's just in the NHL right now as a GM, just because he's been in there for so long. He's what won one Stanley Cup in his seventy-five year 
history as a GM in the NHL? One Stanley Cup. With New Jersey. Yeah. Back in the Brian Gianna, Scott Gomez. Martin Brodeur. Those days. Yeah, so that, so that's just what I mean. Like, what are they thinking here with Lou Lamorello in there? Oh, man, he's he's had some bad deals, too, like with um, other players on the team, I think. Like, well, long-term, high-paying deals anyways. Like, Anders Lee's getting seven. Uh, Brock Nelson, he's playing well this year, but he's getting six. Like, even come the end of his contract, like when he's 34, 35, he's still going to be making six mil. So that's in... That's in three years' time. Like, the team's basically, like, they got to win now or they're fucked. But, like, it's not even, I agree, Sora. Like, they do have to win now. They have a window now of about three years. Yeah, that's it, yeah. And right now, it's not just about Lamorello's decisions he makes as a GM, player-related. It's his decision of wanting all all of his players. All his rules? Like, all of his players cannot have facial hair like we know that he's an old school guy but i think this rule has i think it's outdated no facial hair no long hair either not just no facial hair but you can't have well, long you hair you can't have it hair i think it's past the collar or something so it's like i mean maybe he's just looking for the professionalism but like this age of time why like players want to show their character be themselves instead they're being controlled by like some eighty-year-old who can't grow hair. Yeah, he maybe, probably can't grow maybe facial that's hair. that's why. He probably can't grow facial hair either. But like, he has the power. He's a GM to make and enforce the rules for his team. And if the players don't like it, they can either give in or face the consequences of disobeying a hockey legend in Lamorello. And no players, no players want to go in there and and disagree with a guy that's been around for forever. You know no, what I mean? No, but it is like they're not the New York Yankees though. Like, he's got to let it go. But no one's going to be that one person to go against the rules, and then he'll be all over the news, he'll be all over everywhere, and it's going to hurt the organization. The players on the team will probably be like, why in the hell are you doing this? Just shave your freaking hair. And then get out of town, though. It would be a great way to leave town. Yeah. It would be a great way to leave town. Just grow a beard, and then you're pretty (laughs) well done. Do you think they just bench them if they grow a beard? Like, what, what happens there? I don't know. Maybe Lamorello knows some things we don't. Maybe I don't, I don't maybe think the so. players. What does he know? He only has well, one maybe cup. the players skate faster. GMs with multiple. But maybe the players skate faster no. with no facial hair. Oh no way! That's not even the extent to all those stupid strict rules, though. Like no jewelry either. So I like, can't even have like necklaces or earrings. Imagine him playing in. Imagine him being a GM in uh, the major leagues baseball. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it would fly too well. Um, what Jackinson ties must be worn to games and on the team bus and plane can't even be comfortable on the fucking plane. Yeah, I don't Shitty. know. But um, like what I said, like obviously it's been a rule for forever, and the players don't mind because they just shave it. Like, do they we not never... mind, or is this because like he's given them the freaking absolute bag there, and they're just staying anyways? And plus, they're in New York. Maybe that's why the New players York's get great, paid a little more. Like, like it's a great city. Maybe well, that's and why they it's get taxed all the fuck too. Probably one of the highest state taxes well, yeah. in the league. I but, think it is. But maybe that's why Horvath got a little bit more money. Maybe Lamorell doesn't I think tell it was this. Perfect timing for him. I know, but that was maybe perfect because Horvath was like, "Listen, I want some facial hair, so I want another at least." Because he always minute. had facial hair. I want a, at least another million on this deal, or I'm not staying. And Lamorello can't say it 
in an interview because that just sounds stupid. So Lamarell <laughs> probably just pays. Dumb, yeah. He probably just pays every player a million bucks to agree Shut to up. not to not <laughs> grow a, facial hair. Here's an extra mill. Just actually follow my rules so I don't look and look look like an idiot. Jeez, that was a. I don't oh. know what was going on with my speaking there, but that was fucked. Yeah, it's you just you still sounded sounded okay. Still shivering from the weekend. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> Cal Clutterbuck, you know his big mustache he had there. Remember back in the day? Yeah, yeah. Like Lamorello again when he came in, tooth finite gone, and Kyle Palmieri's beard. Remember that big beard he had there? Yeah, he and that was in, in New, New Jersey. Jersey. He yeah, had to shave he, it immediately as soon as he got. He doesn't even look the there, same. He doesn't. He needs to have a beard. The think, face he has, he needs a beard. I think it would affect some guy's playing ability. Well, he didn't play too well when he initially got there, but I mean, he's on a tear right now. Um, players can't even wear like numbers above forty. There are two exceptions on the team because they had the number prior to Lou coming in. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm surprised he didn't actually make them change it. I'm just so surprised that this, this guy is, is still a thing. Like this is just this is just. I think how much longer is he gonna be in the league anyways? Because we only have to worry about this guy soon. But I'm just saying, I think the players should do what they want to do. Hundred percent. Be allowed to grow facial hair if they want to. If it doesn't make the team any worse. Players nope. don't need to look exactly the same to perform cohesively on the ice together. It doesn't make them a better team. Why is that? Does he think it is? That's Yeah, he thinks that everyone should be gelling in a way that, okay, everyone's clean-shaved. They look more professional. We act more professional. It means we play more professional. Gross. I don't like that. Uh, this could be his last year. Maybe next year is his last year. But like, whenever his contract up, he's definitely done. I don't think any team's gonna sign him again. He's uh, eighty. He's eighty, man. That's well, not depends. even an over exaggeration. He's legit eighty. It, de- it depends what happens this year. I, I think right now, last two games, I've watched literally the last two games the Islanders played, and they've they've been looking good. Do they push out like a Penguins or Washington though? Washington, I'd say more so than Pittsburgh. I can't see Pittsburgh not making the playoffs. They haven't missed a playoff since Sidney Crosby. No, well. Besides its rookie year. Yeah, but that doesn't that doesn't count. The team's still trying <laughs> the to team get... sucked then. Yeah. <laughs> but no no one knew though. either, really. But literally, though. You know, I just don't get that. And I never will. Oh, yeah, that is, that is fucked. Makes huge, huge deals. Strict rules all around. I don't know. It's just a weird, weird GM. I don't like it. Some guys might love it. <laughs> yeah. but, you're, but you're living in New York, I guess, so. Having the time of your life there. Yeah, I live in New York, and I, I've never been to Long Island. But uh, I don't know if it's that much more of a better place to play than New York. Obviously, no, the numbers don't be. lie. The, the market's not near as good as New, the Rangers, right? I, I actually watched the game in Long, not Long Island, I guess, when they were at the Barclays Center. Yep. That place was not built for a hockey game. <laughs> <laughs> you, like, there was actual, like roped off seats that you couldn't even purchase because you couldn't see the net well th- there's some seats like that in toronto there's some seats like that like everywhere but like not to this extent though no and there was a great big car that was sitting there too on yeah, both ends of the range. yeah yeah i kind of like that though no no because it's it's, it's a basketball arena that's what that was <laughs> aimed for concerts that's all yeah. that place was made for uh that was jay-z's place that's where he made a big name for himself. So, so Sawyer, yeah. uh, with with 
the all-star game being in place and you know the media got to talk to a lot of the superstars and whatnot and uh you know one of the superstars that's been around the longest Sidney Crosby he was saying that he'd like the playoff realignment to go back to uh just one and eight so like the first seed plays I the 100% seed, agree with that second man. seventh so on yeah, and so forth third and six four and five I mean reward the higher seeding teams for the hard work they did in the regular season right yeah like they're working so hard towards this and trying to be the best in the conference and then oh they got to play like boston for example like boston's gonna come first by a landslide their second round is going to be between tampa or toronto so that's the third and fifth place teams in the east so it's like what the fuck i'm i'm surprised they changed it originally like changed it from the one day oh, to yeah i was shocked the inner division things like the divisional like i don't, don't get it like maybe it's because travel time was easier obviously it was and uh they travel all year though and they play back to backs in that city so like what's the big deal yeah and they have off days like they have an off day in between every playoff game i don't there, think travel's a big issue there isn't a many there isn't many positives to it that's for sure like like why did they change it like Toronto and Florida's in the same division. That's a it's a far distance. But why did they change it originally from the one to eight to where it's at now? They wanted to get more rivals, and there hasn't really been any that um, but accumulated off there this. There has been though, like Toronto and Boston basically that play was, every playoff. They were neck and neck before that even happened, though. Like, I know they but... hated each other way before that. They're just trying to force it too much. Yeah, they can't force a rival. No, that's what they're trying to do. And it really, man, I don't know what rivalry really came out of this. Like Boston and Montreal, that was back in the 1-8 and eight seed. They still ended up playing each other like every playoff. You I know? think it makes it that much better. Because they know they're not going to be seeing each other. But if they do, whoa. And if yeah. they won't, they're going to see each other next round. Yeah, I think it makes it that much better. Yeah, it's got to be changed back. And, right? you know, I, it will be changed back eventually. But, like, it was voted on, though, like, GMs had the opportunity to change it back. They were voted on, and I think it was like, what was it, 14 to 12 or something, the votes? I don't know. 14 to 12 to keep it the same as that now? It was kind of close, and 14 to 12 doesn't even add up to 30 teams. What are they thinking? 32 teams either, but. <laughs> yeah, 14 to 12. I think it was just, I don't know what the sample size was, but like it was something around that. It really was, and I, I don't know. I'd love to see it go back to one to eight. Maybe even just one to 16. Take the top 16. Oh, that would be fun. Wouldn't that be like just the East, East playing West team? Yeah, but you can't do that, though, because the amount of games played, you know, teams played their games more so in the East than they do in the West, so it wouldn't be as fair. I don't. Well, just well, they'll just at, change the schedule. Well, look at it right. They'll yeah, just change the schedule. Yeah, like, can't change instead the schedule. of playing four te- four games against your inner division teams, like just split it up more. Like, they already play. play every team, they already play every team twice. Like you play every team the same amount of times. Yeah, so it probably end up being like two and a half times or whatever. And even do some back to backs to make travel a little easier. Yeah. Done. I wouldn't want to be the schedule. The schedule? Well, because it's, I wouldn't want it's to probably be the, the easiest job, though, honestly, when you look at it. Because they just put every game at 8 o'clock and the late games are all at 11. Like, they don't really spread it out at all. Like, you literally can only sit down and watch one game. I know, but they have to schedule, like, the schedule, in those. They need, the a new, games. they need a new scheduler. Because they need to start games at maybe even 7.30, 8, 8.30. <laughs> like, then you... 
players or not players, but fans would have the opportunity to watch more hockey and watch more teams sitting at home. But think about this too, like. If we're, like, let's say if we go to Montreal, the game starts at 7, we're accustomed to watching it here at 8, but if it's at 7 o'clock there, you know, by the time someone gets home from their 9 to 5 job, they're cutting her pretty close to get to the arena on time to start watching the game. It already starts at 7 o'clock their time, and I know, if they but get they, off work at 5 o'clock, I know, there's but no if difference. They, I know, but if they start at 6... Well, I'm not saying they have to start earlier. They can start a half hour later, like eight eight thirty our local time for us, Atlantic time. So it'll be seven seven thirty. That's not in any way. I know, but if, if people it's, working from nine to five, I know. But if, if they started from seven o'clock here, then that means they're going to be starting they'll the game never there start at six. At, they'll never start the games at six o'clock Eastern time. Well, then, but if but what are they you only do that on holidays? Then? They just got to spread it out a little bit more. Like, so it'll be seven seven thirty. So what? So. What time's the game going to be on right so, now? Here what? in PEI. I'm hey, watching Montreal. It's in Mon- the game. Montreal is in eight. Montreal plan. They're starting at 8. Yeah. So, you, But you said you want the game to start earlier. I never said I want them to. I think they should spread it out more. Like if they have... Say there's four games starting off at 8 o'clock. Put two on at 8. Put two on at 8.30. It's not hard. So... Like, why can't you do that? So sometimes... Like, why can't... I just want to spread out more so then... Okay, period's over. I don't have to watch all these commercials and these stupid intermission breaks that no one wants to listen to because half of them don't even know what they're talking about. Maybe we don't even know what we're talking about either. But, like, (laughs) why not put on another game? Flick it over to another station. Watch the end of the other first period. Like tonight. I'm watching the Dallas Stars. We're getting the game here. Their game's on at 9.30. And... The other games on at nine. The Canucks and Rangers, yeah. Which is nice. So I can watch a couple games. And so you understand what I'm trying to say now? Oh, I understand. But again, here there in Montreal, like if you're having games during the week, you might be able to get away with it on the weekend, like on Saturday night. You might be able to, Montreal might be able to play at, instead of their typical 7 o'clock start, they'll start at 6.30. Why do they have, they don't have to start earlier. But you just said you want them to start earlier. No, I didn't. I recommended, uh, so it would be, like, they can still have their first game, 7, their local time, in Montreal, Toronto, Ottawa. So 7 o'clock, so 8 o'clock here. Yes. So, and then the second game, like, could start at 7.30, if they ever even have to play at 7.30. The night game, like, what we call, like, the midnight game, like, the Western, Western Conference. Those would still stay at 11. So what? And then they could have another one start at eleven thirty during those. That so you night think that if okay, Montreal if Montreal is playing at, again, I don't think you're quite understanding what I'm to trying me. to say. Listen to me. Listen to me for a second. So Montreal plays their typical. They usually start at seven o'clock in Montreal. So you're thinking that every now and again switch up. Toronto plays, let's say at seven thirty. Then the yeah. next next time Montreal plays at seven thirty. Toronto plays at seven. There you go. Why can't you do that? If it's only half hour intervals like that, I can't see there being an issue there. That's all it has to it's be. It's only a half that's hour. An hour would be too much. No, that's literally all it has to be. Like obviously it's gonna be different for the out west game, so it'd be like our local time is what we're always kinda of going off of, uh, Atlantic time, but like when we get to watch like Edmonton or Calgary or whatever, it, like they start at eleven o'clock. Like have one start at eleven, have the other half start at eleven thirty that night. Like spread it out a little bit more so we can watch more hockey and be I don't know, just kind of watch different teams, watch different players, because usually 
everyone just sticks to their team, right? Yeah, and that's why there's lots of commentaries on uh, during the intermission. Yeah, interviewing and players and stuff I'm just like kinda, that. Yeah, I'm just kind of getting like I I do enjoy the. But that's what we're doing right now. Like We're I, commentate. Like I enjoy the intermissions right from time to time. Like it just depends on really who's doing them, I guess. But like, well, like again, if you and I were the the commentators during every intermission of every NHL game, yeah, people will obviously want to listen to us. Oh, of course. But I know what you mean. Other people... Once we have a few more episodes under our belt, we're going to be... we Maybe we'll just do that later on. Yeah, well... We're not getting too many calls right now. No, that's for sure. A few, though. Yeah, still need... Still need to get that viewership up a little bit more. Yeah, but... Uh, yeah, I, I think the scheduling does need a huge change, though. Um, but talking about change in the NHL, we know that most fans agree with us that... We would like to see it go back to the one, one and eight, eight seeding, obviously. And yeah, they might agree with us there with your comment there about changing the game, so you know we get to flick over to always game action as opposed to intermissions, which I get. I, I there's the going to be thing. people that will still watch the intermissions. I look into that every time I look at the list of games that are on the television. I look like okay, this game's on at eight. Great, I'm going to make a bet on this game at eight, and I'm going to make a bet on the eight thirty or nine o'clock game yep. because I like to be able to switch back and forth. Exactly. Least wa- yeah, at least watch what... a little bit of another game. Yeah, I love having another game on recall. Like it's just so much better. But... And then one other thing that would make it better too is the overtime, three on three. That I want to see that get extended. And players were saying that over the break too. Like, bring it to ten minutes. Was it not? Ten minutes at least. They said. Uh, I, th- I think that's a great idea, really. Well, McDavid's in favor of it. The best try. Player. Try to eliminate that dumb shootout. Like once upon a time, yeah, the shootout was a special thing. Yeah, it was great when it came onto the scene. It really was. like. But things change. It, yeah, it got old quick, basically. Like, it got real old. When it comes down to things, like hockey team sport comes down to ind- individuals, I don't like that aspect either. Well, that's why they brought the shooter in, because it's quick. You know, yeah, there's going to be a winner at good, the end. Good way to get the Done. game over with, yes. But when Con- Connor McDavid said, it's anticlimactic. Like, it's lacking climax. Like, meaning, like, it's disappointing... It's ironically insignificant following an impressive foreshadowing, which means like it, it's too bad. Like There could be a brilliant game out there, and you know it's so exciting. Like, like the Pittsburgh and Colorado game or the Avalanche and Calgary game. Like It's such a fun game to watch. And then the overtime was so exciting, but then it just goes to a shootout. It's like, what? Like The players aren't fighting. Yeah. They, aren't, they aren't trying. They, they can't, they're yeah. limited. The players can't really work and try to win this game it all comes down to just one player it would have been a shame if either of those games in the past two nights went to a shootout really because it was such entertaining hockey and you just wanted to see ended that way as well shootout just yeah like you said just takes the excitement kind of right out of it it's just like uh hopefully he scores <laughs> yeah like shootout. Hopefully, hopefully the goalie stops the puck the shootout yeah. is considered crappy crappy way to finish the game yes but at the end of the day it's about the players health and safety it's a long season the overtime taxes a lot of guys so making that longer could have some effects there i don't think it will all yeah no although though like why not just put other players out there if you're so concerned about that exactly but the teams really want to win yeah exactly but again if the teams really want to win then why don't they play their more during the game why don't they why don't they play their starting goaltenders the majority of the game so you can See, it makes it makes it's a team team game, right? But the overtime tax a lot of guys, yeah. so making it longer, yes, will affect maybe some players. 
But I agree with whoever mentions it that the game should end in the overtime period. 10 minutes, or if it, if it's over in 10 minutes, it, then go to a shootout at least. You know, something. Or just let it end in a tie, whatever. Do um, If they ended in a tie, though, they'll have to do a new point system is the only thing. Yeah, which would be shitty because, you know, the 10-minute three-on-three, yeah, it'd be nice. Would somebody, that... somebody would usually win. It just gets hard, though, like yeah. what you said. If you put ties back in late in the year, it's going to create issues because teams are going to have to make up those points. And they're going to have to pull their goalie in overtime to try to avoid a tie. But I've seen it already. Teams trying to pull their goalie at the end of regulation before they get to uh, overtime periods because they don't want that other team to get that point. Right? Yeah, it's just the same thing, different time of the game. Exactly. It is. Yeah, I think we're both in agreement there, though. Extend that three-on-three, make it more, more exciting hockey. Um, how about we segue into our new-ish segment, Make the Case? Yeah. Da-da-da, <laughs> you might have so, to work on that a little bit. Yeah, I'm not quite TSN. <laughs> not yet. What a remix. Anyways, this week's question is, who is the most important player to their team? So basically, the MVP of their team that makes their team excel even more. Yeah. Do you want to go uh, take the reins on this one firsthand? Yeah, so a player that really stands out to me this year is really being... I feel like we're going to have the same guy on is this. Is really being that guy that's really put his team over the top from last year, and now he's really put himself, not by himself, but a large part. And, of course, everyone thinking Connor McDavid, but no, Connor McDavid was yeah, already we, an Yeah, we made sure to exclude McDavid in this one. Yeah, but right now, one guy that's been leading the way for his squad and is going to be in the playoffs and he's getting better and he definitely cemented himself as a bona fide superstar is uh, Jack Hughes. I have the same of the New Jersey guy. Devils. And, and for you listeners, we don't tell each other what answer we have for these questions, no. but... But that's, that's just the given. Yeah, you can't is. say Connor McDavid. You have to say Jack Hughes. Like he's leading, he's leading the league with twenty-seven even strength goals, and that's even strength goals. Five and, on five goals are hard to come. And by. already has sixty-four points in forty-nine games. Sixty-seven now. Sixty-seven. He had three. And, he had three points the other night there against Vancouver. Oh shit! Well, there you go. And the Devils, right now, Two are goals. in the second spot in the Metro. Without him, they're not a playoff team, really. Well, no. Are they? No, I mean no. Vanek has helped a lot that no, they're not that team, but like no, they're, they're definitely not second in the metro. No, Brad, yes, for Brad is sitting like probably what is he? Sixty. He's Brad's next closest with points at fifty-two points. Like yeah. I'll just get this out of the way quickly. The only downside the Jack Hughes is thirty-three percent faceoff percentage, which doesn't make doesn't mean a thing because he makes up for it in every other possible way. But well, he's, just, he's playing the wing a lot too now because of that. Yeah, but I think he'll get better and better at the faceoff, though, as time goes on. He's still 21. Like, he's so young. He's He's got a lot of maturing and developing to do still. Yeah. And he's already shown he can be, like, more than just an offensive player as well. Like, he's playing great in his defensive zone as well. Uh, like, he's elite stick work and, like, just sniffing out the opportunities and eliminating the opponent's chances, like, chances in the defensive zone like he's more than just an offensive threat this year well i agree and you know who else agrees is wayne gretzky apparently 
He said yes. that he's the only guy that he thinks will ever catch that. 97. And arguably the brightest star in the league huge, right now is That's huge, man. And he's a fellow number one he, pick. I don't know if he goes compared to McDavid. Well, that's what Gretzky says. And he says that like like what I said. How like, do you he, say that about Hughes and not Dreisaitl, though? Ask Gretzky that one. <laughs> like honestly, man. I don't know. Like I do like I love Hughes. Hughes is a great player and really he's they built this team around him basically. Like he's he's the face of the franchise in New Jersey. And he's living up to that first overall pick. Playing phenomenal out there. Yeah, he's third in the league in goals this year and he was nowhere close to that last year. Yeah, that's... he's got thirty five. He's on pace for I think fifty seven. Yeah, like it was a close it was a close call with me. It was it came down to uh you know, Jack Hughes and uh Tage Thompson in a way but the only reason why I picked Jack Hughes is because that team is actually in a playoff spot right now. And yeah, I think, that's another reason I took him. As yeah, well. and I think uh, the Buffalo Sabers, like they have a, more of a, they have a more of a sporting cast that's been around for a little while. Like you know they have Jeff Skinner there, which is good. But Jeff Skinner's, you know, he's you can kind of match him up with Yes for Brad. Like you know what I mean? They're kind mm-hmm. of even there. And then you have uh, uh, Alex, you know, Tuck. He's been around yeah. for a while too, right? He, he's not he's not a young fella, and. Who else could you take out of the picture there in New Jersey? That's kind of like Nico Heischer. Nico Heischer, Jesper Brad, yeah. But then you Dougie have Hamilton. Like the teams very similar, Buffalo and New Jersey, like the way they're kind of built in a way. But the thing that's taken New Jersey over the top, I think, is Jack Hughes, and that's why I think he's the easy winner here of make the case of the. He has our vote on both sides. The player so. that's making the biggest impact for his squad, and it's easily it's easily Jack Hughes. Like right now, like. If there was no Connor McDavid, who else would get the most valuable player at the end of the year right now? I think I'd be Jack Hughes definitely in the conversation. I think he would be. 100%. Like who else? I might put Jason Robertson in there. I think Jack Hughes is doing more than Jason Robertson. He's having a great year too, though. Anyways, but yeah, he, Jack Hughes though, and he's uh, only shooting at fifteen point three percent, like his shooting average right now. Just shooting the puck at will. But like I got a couple stats here. For average the, in twenty minutes for the, a night. Um, got a couple stats here for the hockey nerds too. Um, don't know if you ever heard of like war, like the stat war. Yeah, wins above replacement. So it's just a sh- stat that shows like how many wins an individual adds to his team relative to a replacement level player, like a thirteenth forward in this case. Uh, his war is top of the league, two point nine. So like he he's above everybody in the whole league. So like you put a thirteenth guy in there, you're gonna be losing more without him. Yeah, obviously we. I already knew that, but like, yeah. just something crazy that he leads the league in that stat, and not what I kind of would have figured it would be McDavid, right? But actually, I think Horvat Horvat was number two in that category, which is actually again crazy a lot as of well. Players can with the team losing as much as Vancouver was when he was there. Yeah, like players can do like again, hockey is the biggest team sport out there. Yeah, like you, you have to have the right amount of people in there that do certain things. To push your team to where it's at, and right now, New Jersey Devils is they're answering all those mm-hmm. questions right now. Like they have, they have the lineup, they have the stardom, they have the young they guys, do. and it's a, and they have a young team there, they're man. Be, they're gonna be great for a couple of years. Um, well, well, Jack well Hughes, more than a couple of years, but like in a couple of years' time, they're gonna be like true contenders. Like Jack Hughes, true is twenty-one. Contenders. He's twenty-one years I old. I know. Yeah, it's crazy. Like even his goals above replacement too. I was I had to check that out as well when I was on the war staff, but uh, it also top of the league with 17.3 like meaning he's worth an additional 17 goals for the new jersey devils and those are meaningful goals like 
think he has like five game winning goals, which isn't an astronomical amount, but like he's been in on a lot of game winning goals as well. Like well, not just like, scoring, but like he has like nineteen points the last eight games. Like oh. he's well, he's on pace for one hundred and ten points, fifty seven goals. He's twenty seven goals. At 21. He's twenty one. So it took him like three years to get to where he's at now, and obviously right now. He's playing at the top of his game. Yeah. Can he get any better than that? He might be able to. You know, he's sitting at 21. I think he's going to... He, the way he's playing now and the way he's played all season, he's looking like a guy that can easily be a consistent 100-point player. Yeah. Year in and year out. It's good for the fans there. I just wish year that... Year in year out. Man, I just wish yeah, that we had... Yeah, Devils are looking great. It's going to be nice. It's going to be nice to see them here in the playoffs because oh. I think they're going to be there. I, you mentioned you had Tage Thompson there as your second guy. I actually... Had a different guy in mind, just because of the playoff aspect as well. But, I mean, Buffalo is knocking on the door as well, so can't knock Tage Thompson there at all. But I had uh, Kirill Kaprizov. Where's Minnesota without that guy? Oh, yeah. Where is Minnesota without that guy? Yeah. I think they're like a Vancouver without him. Oh. Even Probably worse, because they wouldn't have an elite guy like Elias Pettersson or Quinn Hughes He's on the a franchise-altering player. He literally is, man. They're not a playoff team without Kaprizov either. And that's why I took the Dallas Stars they're beating in, Minnesota tonight. Like, they're in the contention for Bedard sweepstakes if Kaprizov's not playing in Minnesota. Yeah. They really are. Dallas over Minnesota tonight or Minnesota over Dallas? I think it's going to be a great game. The way Ottinger's been playing lately, too. I'm watching that, that's for sure. Yeah, I think it's going to be a great game. I don't know who I'm going to take in that one, though. Because I won to watch the earlier game just because I had to work in the morning and stuff. But right. I, I I have to watch this Minnesota and Dallas game. It's going to be good. You know, they're it's both. It's going to be a really good game. It's a I, division. It's I a division. In, I tune into a lot of Minnesota games just because of Kaprizov. Oh, he's masterful to watch. <laughs> he's he's filthy. Masterful. Right there. He's he's just, he is. He's so skilled, man. He, who's funner to watch though, Jack Hughes or Kirill Krap Kaprizov? Kirill uh, Kaprizov. Kaprizov or Hughes. If only Kaprizov was like twenty one too, that would be. I know. Uh, yeah, that'd be. Like, right he's now like 26, 25, like 25, 26. Yeah, he's getting up there. He's McDavid's <laughs> age, so is I don't. He? Yeah, so I don't know if he's getting up there, but. And I don't think he's Kaprizov in the he's will, in the same draft. Why? I don't do you, think is it Kaprizov? I think it's Kaprizov, but. Oh, I already said Kaprizov. Yeah. Tip your cap to Kaprizov. Yeah. Anyways, it's gonna be a fun <laughs> game. Who would you too. take? I mean, long term. Obviously Hughes because he's, he's like four or five like years right younger. Now. But like right now? I think I think you get an actual elite center to play with Kaprizov, and he's lethal. Man. Like he's doing this on his own. Oh, yeah. Well, right like, now. He, I mean, Zuccarello's been great too, but like he's an aging guy too. Right now, I'd take Kaprizov because uh, I feel like he's just. He has a little more of an edge to him than Jack Hughes. I find Jack Hughes, he's fucking ridiculously talented, but I feel like he doesn't really have that. A bit softer. Yeah, he's a little softer. Yeah. He's, he's just not physically matured yet, I think. Maybe, he's 21. But, like, he still has a lot of development. Maybe, but I feel like Kirill, he just uh, he has a little bit more of an edge to him there. Russians. Russians there, maybe. Russians, something, man. Something else. Unbelievable hockey players. Um, yeah, Kaprizov. I, I think I'd take Kaprizov as well. Hughes is special, though. But Kaprizov's more of even a power play threat than Hughes is, or Hughes has even shown in his career. Yeah, exactly. So now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for our best bets of the week. Da-na-na, da-na-na. Ow! I like these games for Thursday night here. Vancouver and Islanders are definitely going to be one to watch. Uh, Bo Horvat 
playing against the former team pretty early. Just his third game as an Islander. Um, definitely going to be one I will put some money on. I got New York Islanders taking that one. Bo Horvat probably going to score a goal as well. Yep, and I think uh, I'm probably going to watch the Colorado and Tampa Bay game because that's going to be Ooh, just yeah. an unreal game. But what's going on with their goaltending lately? Letting in a bunch of goals since the All-Star break. Like the last, last two games. Yeah. But he let in seven there against Florida. It's a tough one, but I think uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning is going to take this game. Yeah, I, I like Tampa in that game. They, they got to bounce back at some point. So is that our but, two games we're taking? I like the Devils over the Kraken. I'm taking Devils. I'm taking the Islanders are my two picks for okay. the for the night. I'm going to stay away from the Lightning and Avalanche. It's going to be a great hockey game, though. Yeah, I'm going to take Tampa, and I'm going to take the... I don't even know. I'm going to take Tampa, and I'm going to take the Edmonton Oilers. And ladies and gentlemen... That should be a gimme. Ladies and gentlemen, and tonight, if you guys are listening right after we're done here, which you probably won't be, but you can wake up in the morning and say... The Stars are winning, and the Rangers are winning. And, ladies and gentlemen, I like those. it is now time for the joke of the episode. Oh, what do you got this week for us, Joel? Last week was quite something else with the Anaheim Ducks, a uh, little chirp. A skunk walks into a bar and sees three guys in the corner wearing Anaheim Ducks jerseys. He turns to the bartender and says, Y'all think I stink. the punchline came a lot quicker than i anticipated not gonna lie but it was a great joke and folks uh that's another trip to the anaheim ducks that's the end of our podcast and uh, i'm glad you anaheim's gonna come around though at some point oh yeah i'm glad you mctavish is texting bedard after every loss eh yeah so that'd be quite the combination to see again yeah i hope that doesn't happen but that doesn't happen but eh? folks uh pleasure talking to you in next episode since Sawyer lost that game against the Boston Bruins and Toronto Maple Leafs there on something I never agreed on so he has to sing the Shania Twain next episode so he'll pick that for he'll start the show next week singing that Shania Twain do people even want to hear that all right thanks thanks you all for listening and we'll be talking